Amanda Gross is a development engineer at Andretti Autosport. And first of all, Amanda, we want to know, what is a development engineer? Oh, a development engineer is someone who works in research and development for a team and works on odds and ends of projects to help the performance over a year and help our team obviously gain in performance. And I work in different areas all of the areas of the car, really, but one of my main focuses is aerodynamics, and I do stuff at wind tunnels and to deal with the aerodynamics that go along with the car. So what is an example of a project you may be assigned throughout the season? One of the main projects I do, like I said, is aerodynamics. So when we go to wind tunnels, I gather all of that data up and then try to put it into a format that we can relay back to the team and they can use the results that we get from any sort of tunnel testing or Anything that can help them, whether it comes from Honda or just any information um, arrow-wise to help any of our cars and their performance on track. And then at the shop, it can honestly be anything from designing a brake fan onto a car or something small or big, just whatever the team needs in order to get through a season and perform to the max that we possibly can. You know, unfortunately, right now in the NTT IndyCar Series, we don't have any lead engineers that are females. So when you came into the NTT IndyCar Series, what was inside you and inside your head that said, I can be successful and do this despite not really seeing anyone in those positions? Honestly, at the time when I started, I just knew what I wanted and I wasn't going to let anything stop me from getting that. And whether it had to do with males or females, and I just knew what I wanted to accomplish in my life, and or at least what I thought I wanted to accomplish, and I was just going to go for it. You know, being young and in something that you don't know much about, that's honestly one of the best things to just go for it because you have no idea if you'll fail or you'll succeed. You just got to try it. And so at the time, honestly, just going for it because I felt like I wanted to and I could do it, was the only option I had, really. How did you just go for it? How did you get your foot in the door? So I went to school at IEPY, and one of my, for the motorsports program that is there, one of my professors at the time was actually working at Andretti Autosport as a contractor, and he knew that they needed someone to come in and do some mileaging and work on the new 2012 car that was coming in, and he had me in class that I did well and thought I should try it out. And if I was, you know, interested in it. And I, at the time, honestly, I didn't know a whole lot about IndyCar besides what I, you know, watched the Indy 500, but I, had, I didn't know anyone in it or anything like that. So I was a little scared, but I didn't know when else I would get my foot in the door. So I went for it and I've been here 10 years and haven't left. <laughs> if you'd only really, you know, watched the Indy 500 and didn't know much about m- motorsports other than that, what was so appealing about it to you? Honestly, the changing, the constant changes, it's never the same. And things always are getting better and, you know, completely changing what you have to do. I love that it's fast paced and that no matter what you do this year, it might be completely different next year and you have no idea until the time comes. And so I love always being challenged with new opportunities and new things to work with and that was just so interesting to me I didn't think I'd be very well at a desk job (laughs) and so you know being able to continually change what I was doing and what I was working on is was really interesting to me 
So your role at Andretti Autosport throughout the years has changed and grown in many ways. How do you feel like you've earned the respect of your peers and your bosses as well? For me, I've always just tried to be honest with what I do. So if I don't know something, I tell them. But I'm always so eager to learn and to continue to grow. And I think that's something that's been really great for me and who I've worked with is that they've respected the fact that I'm willing to learn and I'm eager and always able to adapt or try to learn what I can and then use that for my jobs and my projects. And and that's something that I found to be really useful in my career so far is just being honest with knowing what you're doing or not knowing, but being able to adapt and challenge yourself and learn from it. One of the cool things in my eyes about the NTT IndyCar Series is the camaraderie among the females within the paddock. You know, every May, it's always cool to see there's a picture of all the women engineers Mm -hmm. and mechanics that are working on pit road for the Indianapolis 500. Why do you feel like that camaraderie among women is so important? Man, you know, working with guys, they're great, right? They're fun to hang out with. They're always... A lot of mine are the guys that I work with, my brothers that I call them, they're always there for you. But having that bond with females that also know what's going on is just undeniably the best thing that you can have. In my eyes, for where I've been, I, they know without even having to say anything how your day is going because they can see it. And they understand from a female's perspective of, you know, the emotion behind it that maybe men don't get. <laughs> and you're able to talk about that. But even not have to talk about it, you just understand that you have someone there that's going through the same things or has been through the same things, and it's just it gives you a little bit more of a boost of, okay, I can do this, I have support, and it's something that if I didn't have it, I don't know if I would be where I'm at because those women and my friends that I you know have made over the time in this sport, they're just they make their support is just entirely a huge part of my career and the path that I continue to pave. Having that camaraderie and having experienced it, are there ways that you continue to reach back to other women, maybe at IUPUI and say, hey, come on board with us. You know, it's good here. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I any chance that I can talk to a female in racing or who is interested in racing, I'm always like, you know, you might be scared of it, but go for it because you have you will find people to support you, whether it be male or female, but for sure the females are going to be behind you. When you pave your way and you have that respect, but even if you need the, re- the support, like there are females here at Andretti that I try to talk to, or if I'm like, if you need something, if you need a wine night, if you just need to like vent, you can do it and we'll be here for you. And to and any of the new ones coming in, I'm like, seriously, if you need anything, let me know because I, I've been there and I understand what you're going through. And I didn't always have someone right when I started out just because of, you know, what was around. But I want to be that for someone else because they could want to do great things that could also benefit me. You mentioned not necessarily having that support system when you started. You've only been around for about a decade. How have you seen the sport change in terms of diversity throughout those years? Starting out, I, even at the time, I couldn't, I maybe knew one other female in the sport. And even diversity, the background, ethnicity behind people, I don't remember seeing a whole lot, the differences throughout the paddock. But since 
at least for sure in the last few three to five years, the amount of diversity that has come across in the paddocks is outstanding. And, and it's something that it's, you talk about it, but you don't even realize it's there anymore because it is so common to see a new female come in. Well, that's awesome. Great. That's join the group because we need more. But we, we do have a lot in here, a lot of females, at least in this industry right now. And it's something that is really cool to see after 10 years in it and knowing from, like you said, the beginning, I didn't really have of many other females at the time. It's just cool to see the amount of women and the people that are willing to come into it and not even thinking about the diversity side anymore and just coming and doing something that they love to do now. I think it's really interesting. You say that, you know, sometimes we don't even notice when someone new comes in because it's all become, it's all became normal. How important mm-hmm. do you think it is to normalize diversity within the IndyCar paddock? Well, I think as you've seen throughout, you know, 2020 and just in general in the society, like it's something that used to, there's things you used to not be able, or you used to say and do that you probably shouldn't anymore because people weren't thinking about it or people weren't aware of that need for being uh, aware of other people's feelings. And now it's something that I think because people are aware of other people's feelings and the backgrounds that they're going through, it's something that's made this community stronger in my eyes, as I see it, whether it be a female or just different ethnic background, it's something that you're able to learn from each other in different ways because of your background and because of who you are. And I think that's really awesome as a whole entire series. All very good thoughts, a very important perspective on diversity from Amanda Gross, a development engineer at Andretti Autosport. Amanda, thanks so much for your time. Thank you so much, Katie. I'm Katie Kyle. That's On Track with Diversity for the NTT IndyCar Series.